You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. It's your Superpower Kid, Neverly Rekla, and I'm so, so excited for today's interview. We are talking about spiritual podcasting for kids. So what is spiritual podcasting? To me, it means it is a way to teach and learn and grow by doing something that you love and care about. And in my opinion, even though we call it podcasting, it's basically just a way to connect. And it's a great way to talk with your friends and talk with family about what matters to you. And it shows how you can make an impact on the world, which I think is really cool. And our guest today knows exactly what that's like. Her name is Debbie Adea. She's so, so amazing. We met at Steve Ulsher's New Media Summit. She's the host of the Spiritual Entrepreneur Podcast. She's a soulful speaker, and I'm just so excited to have her on today. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Debbie? Hi, Um, Debbie. Hi, Neva. It's so awesome to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And I love your wings. I'm just enjoying them as they're going around. (laughs) They're beautiful. They're beautiful. I'm so excited to have you on because we met, how many years? How long ago? It was a while ago. It was, um, what was that? Was three it years ago? Yeah, probably three, maybe. It feels like three, three anyway, if it wasn't yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had quite a few people on from the Media Summit, but each and every person is just so amazing. And mm. there's so many awesome people. And I think that we've all kind of become almost this podcasting family because Absolutely. everybody's had everyone on their podcast, everybody's met up somewhere and everyone's just become good friends. And it's like a giant family reunion every new media summit. Absolutely. So yeah. It's so cool to have you on. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So you have a ton of superpowers and you already carry this amazing light into the world, but what would you say some of your superpowers are? Oh, that's such a great question. So, um, So I had this thing that I called downloading, but, you know, I grew, like you, I started to probably, I think you meditated pretty young. Yeah. You started kind of doing that very, yeah. Well, (laughs) I grew up with swamis and like in a unique environment where my family was what I call a Claire family. So we would meditate a lot when I was little, we had a meditation room. And because of that, I think I developed an early connection to Mm -hmm. downloading a lot of wisdom that maybe, you know, not everyone may be channeling at the moment they have access to, but yeah. they may not be channeling it. So that connection, I think I help see people's, um, I witness their soul light. So I help people yeah. to remember who they are as a soul, to express that light in the world and service to humanity. Um, and I actually, for, there's something vibrational and resonant about me that when I'm around people, they're always like, oh, I, I feel like I can be anything. I can do anything. You know, like there's, mm-hmm some vibrational aspect to me that uh, pulls forth greatness in people. So, uh, and my right and left brains are really balanced. So I can see like 35,000 feet and then in really small and I can do computer software development and I can also write kids books or sing songs or, you know what I mean? So I've got like a lot of different sides. So yeah, Yeah. but mostly it's that energy, I think. Yeah. I think that's really cool. That reminds me because we were talking a little bit before the interview I said that I think you have chameleon ability and what you just said is everything that is in chameleon ability (laughs) um I used to call it gecko ability because I wasn't quite sure what 
the different lizards were. I love so, it. So <laughs> gecko ability still to me, but it's a great way to balance energy. And my dad has it and I have it. And it's pretty much just this amazing way to connect because it's almost like um, Transformers. Like you can mm-hmm. shift into a bunch of different spaces and you can move your energy into different places when you're connecting with different people. And I think that's why everyone thinks that they can be themselves around you because you carry such that, that great energy. And it's like this almost welcoming space. Like you've known each other for years, you yeah, know? Totally. Yeah. And I, and I really do feel like we all are one at our core. Mm-hmm. So I think when we connect in there and then the chameleon ability helps us to adapt on that surface, right? Like you're yeah. talking about. That's exactly. so cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes me, for some reason, I always get giddy talking about superpowers. It's something cool. Because we all have them, right? It's amazing. We all have them. And yeah. it's just people get scared of talking about them because it sounds like, well, that's just in the movies, you know. But then there's proof that people can, like, do certain things. And they can, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, it's only our brain that stops us. It's only our head and our fear that makes us come, mm, I don't think we should, you know, just because it's not the normal. But it's cool when there's people who can make it into that. Mm-hmm. Very wise. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yes. So I thought it was cool that you talked about you meditated a lot as a kid. And I think that's cool because some kids I meet, just they aren't calm. They aren't yeah. necessarily peaceful. But that's because their parents haven't really talked to them about like certain environments can have an effect on your energy, Um, like moving around sometimes, like if you've traveled and stuff can have an effect on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Parents don't talk to their kids about that. So it makes it sometimes challenging for the kids to connect with people. But I think it's cool when you hear stories of these amazing people, but then behind the scenes, their parents were also so amazing and they taught them things, which I think is really cool because I also think that it's almost breaking the, what, what's the word? Um, almost like the barrier in between parenting and being a kid. Mm-hmm. It's because the typical family situation is it's almost parents against kids. So the parents are always right. You know, the kids just kind of follow along versus when there's these people who are able to find a way to connect with their kids. And also these kids who are awesome and they're able to open up those spaces and everyone's able to do that. Absolutely. It's, it's amazing how much I think that that happens all through life. Like we, it doesn't Mm -hmm. end when we're kids. If you look at like our world, you know, we have it, the leaders that think they know, and then the people that they think should be following. It's kind of a thing that exists all the way around. And the Mm -hmm. truth is that the wisdom lies within each one of us. Mm -hmm. And it's so true for children, especially our kids. Like as you get older too, like there's, I think some of the greatest wisdom of our time comes from those that are still closer in and remember even more right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but instead from asking and pulling that through, we tend to like 
shut that down and we lose the wisdom that's there. So um, I think it's wonderful that your parents are so nurturing of that in you and and giving you the skills so you can connect in yourself and help others Mm -hmm. do the same. It's beautiful. I, I definitely agree with you. And I think it also shows that you can start things at a really early age. It doesn't take years to build up confidence. It doesn't take years to build up those things. It, it just takes time and practice with it. And I give huge thanks to my parents because they're most the reason I'm here today. They're most the reason why I've had the self-confidence that I do to do certain things or They've let me shave my head and dye my hair and just kind of express myself in energetically so I can, I'm able to learn certain things because they've given me freedom Mm -hmm. in that. But then that also doesn't go off the fact that they've also parented me. They've, and they do a great job at that. I have a quick story before we go into break. I was... We lived in Colorado at the time, and we were lived in an apartment. And I got upset, and I threw a tantrum. And I was way young at the time. I threw a tantrum. And the next day, they made me go apologize to all of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And they made me walk around. And any neighbor that we saw, I'm sorry. I acted up, and I probably shouldn't have. And that was a great life lesson for me. Mm-hmm. And it also shows that they give me freedom but they also have teach, taught, taught me to respect them and to respect others, which I think is a huge part of kind of spiritual podcasting because you have to have like that kind of self-confidence and self-respect and you're able to go make this huge impact. Yeah. So before we do take a quick break, do you have any maybe advice or maybe closing words on what it's like to be a spiritual podcaster. Yeah. So I think a lot of times when we're podcasting, we think that it's about the material only, like what it is, the content that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, our voice is a vibrational instrument. And if you're in a room with someone or you're listening, the one thing that will actually go from the person who's speaking to the person who's across the room is the voice. And -hmm. it's a vibrational instrument. And when you infuse that with an intention behind it, it can have a hugely transformative effect just by the vibration of itself. So I think we prayed this episode and she, uh, Neva let me do that with her, <laughs> where we called it an intention today. And, and I think that that kind of helps to set also what is going to be the transformation that's created through your show. So mm-hmm. I would say focus on more than just the content when you're podcasting and allow it to be a vehicle for vibrational medicine in the world. Mm. I definitely agree with you. I'd also add on, don't be worried about who's listening. When my mom first started this and when my dad was helping her, they had no clue how many people were watching. They had no clue how many people actually listened. And now we have so many people watching and that is not me bragging. That's me being so grateful that it shows that when you just kind of take a step back and you can look at what matters, it's just making an impact and doing what you love just because you love it. Not worried about, 
what anybody else thinks or who's watching you or what other people say. It's kind of taking your heart and soul first and putting that ahead. And it can make such a huge light in the world and it can make such a huge impact. It's expressing the voice of your soul. Exactly. And it's really powerful when you can do that. And especially when you're able to teach others. I've had so many people in my life, like you, mm-hmm. who have come in and they've held their ground and they've been able to kind of carry this light. Like whenever I look at those people, I just see this huge light with them. And those are the people that make an impact on my life. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to add a question or a challenge for the week, which is focus on the tiny things that matter and focus on how you can be the light in the world. Thank you. So before we get into the break, can you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah. So you can learn about me at deviadea.com. That's D E V like victory. I (laughs) a D like David E a.com. Or you can check out my show, uh, spiritual entrepreneur.com as well. So awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So definitely go check her out because Debbie is so, so amazing. We've been talking with Debbie Adea about spiritual podcasting for kids. We'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Debbie Adea about spiritual podcasting for kids. So Debbie, we get to do one of my favorite parts of the interview. We get to do funny FaceTime and my bear from Burning Man, Oso, is going to join us. <laughs> Hi, Oso. <laughs> <laughs> He's really excited to be on. Mm. He's been fanboying all over you. He's really excited <laughs> to meet you. So I bow to you, Oso. <laughs> <laughs> So he's going to join us. Okay. So we get to make our funniest faces in three seconds. You ready? uh, More than one? Do a... Okay, here we go. We can do one or multiple. Okay. All right. All right. Three, two, one. favorite parts of the interview <laughs> we have such serious conversations and then we just break people <laughs> i i can break people's like seriousness in one second by doing funny face time <laughs> all right so i was just gonna go bye bye <laughs> <Bye-bye. laughs> but it's because 
I think that people are so caught up in the seriousness of business or the seriousness of podcasting that they can't take a look around and just think of we're all humans and we all have the chance to laugh and laugh so hard that we start crying like (laughs) I just did (laughs) and that's my favorite part about being in the podcasting world because you are able to do so many things and you are able to take it so many places also what I love about it is you can you can look back on when you first started and you can look back on where you were and you can go oh that was so cute Mm-hmm. And you can look at where you are now and go, holy cow, I've learned so much in this time. I've been doing my podcast for three years now, and I have made a lot of changes. So it's really cool because I'm able to look back on little little Neva who copied her mom's kind of script because my mom would say, so we're going to jump right into it and ask, what are your superpowers? And so I said the same exact thing <laughs> for my interviews. And I would listen in and I'd like take notes in my head. And I'll mm. listen in to our podcast. And I'll go, okay, so I need to do this, this, and this. And then I'll be like my mom. But then I realized that I don't need to be like her. Mm. She's awesome, but she's not me, you know? And that shows that it's really cool to have like the chance to look back on where you started and it's memories and thinking about how many amazing people are in your life so like that's something I do if maybe I've had a bad day or maybe I'm a little bit irritated because sometimes I just have those days Mm. where you're just irritated and you don't know why but it makes you irritated that you don't know why (laughs) (laughs) so I just kind of think back on all the amazing people I have in my life or like if I have a story like I've had fake friends before but if I'm going through a hard time know what I can do I can look back on my podcast and go I have quite an amazing like almost I call it my family because when I was younger I wanted a a little sibling so now I just collect a bunch of siblings all wherever I go and I just kind of make a big family for myself so I think it it's really cool yeah yeah you said something is that's really great too about how um being yourself and I think that that's part of the essence of spiritual podcasting too I know for me my podcast was one of the places where I got to actually come out spiritually because I was afraid to Mm -hmm. tell people about my spiritual side because I grew up in a time a while back it wasn't as cool to be <laughs> spiritual that for those of us that came a little earlier. And mm-hmm. I think for me, it was like a, a terrifying way to let myself <laughs> get out there, but nothing bad happened. And my life opened up from actually being who I am. So yeah. I think what you said is so important, allowing ourselves to be us is, you know, mm-hmm. be yourself. You don't have to be your mom. You don't have to be anyone else. You can be you, right? Exactly. And I think that's really important. And I kind of connect with you on the sense of I've always been open about being spiritual, but being Christian is the part that has been really scary to Mm -hmm. tell people about, especially since I have a giant Buddha picture hanging here. (laughs) We have a cross wall looking straight ahead of me 
but we pray and we go to Burning Man and <laughs> we're spiritual as heck. We go to Buddha camp at Burning Man. We yet we go to church. Yeah. And that's the biggest part about being yourself is just loving yourself fully. And I think that's really, really important, no matter what your beliefs are. Like I was talking to my mom and dad the other day in our kitchen mm-hmm. and we were talking about how some people kind of look at me like I have like three heads when I say, yeah, I'm Christian, but I believe in Buddha and I'm spiritual and I pray and I chant and I meditate. I do all those things. Mm-hmm. But I think the typical construct is, is that, so for example, I'll just use Christianity. Maybe God doesn't love me because I believe in Buddha, mm. you know, or maybe I can't see spirits because I'm Christian, you know, mm. but, and that's the typical construct is that you're one or you're the other. There's no like in between. And that's kind of one of the biggest parts for me is, like you said, nothing happens. It, people just, like, kind of accept you. And the people who don't can go. They, yeah. <laughs> they don't deserve your love because they, that just kind of shows that maybe they're not super comfortable in their beliefs or in what they do, you know? Wait, you never think, know. Oh, yeah, keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, and you also never know when you sharing that truth is going to open a doorway for someone else, even if it's terrifying. You don't know, like maybe there's someone else who's Christian, but also, you know, loves Buddha or, you know, wants to chant or, you know, wants to go to Burning Man. You know, you don't, you don't know what they're going through. Like, I mean, I love uh, Christ as well. You know, I think that I, I'm not, nothing is exclusive of the other, right? Mm -hmm. For me. Um, and so, but I feel like having that openness and having someone that can lead the way can redefine what something is for them and give them acceptance for who they are mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And it may take years, but you're planting a seed. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And it's, so I'll just kind of share what I did to kind of come out as Christian. I've made a, I posted a Bible verse on Instagram and I was so scared. So, so scared. Because now I obviously openly talk about it. I talk about it on podcasts. I talk about it in my book. I, I'm open. But it was scary for me thinking about, well, what do my friends think? And then I kind of realized I'm kind of in the phase now where I am really open to the fact that if people don't accept me because of my beliefs or because of how I look, or because of how I act, or because I'm in business, they can go. Like, it's because the biggest part for me is in love is my connection with the divine, which I think is everything, Mm -hmm. and my connection with myself. And I think it's really cool when people are open with that because it's scary for some people to talk about Christianity and to talk about their beliefs. But I think that if it's a part of who you are, don't don't be scared to share it because it can, like you said, it can make an impact. Even if it takes years, it still plants a seed, <laughs> you know? Completely. And, it, and you can make such a big impact on people by just being yourself. And the cost of you not being you would be 
way too huge a price to pay for having people in your life who don't accept you for who you are mm-hmm. yeah, and, and pretending to be something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just amazing. It, yeah. <laughs> it, everyone's amazing. Yeah, and we all it are. Doesn't, and it doesn't matter what other people say. As long as you believe it, that's all that matters. And I think that's really cool. As well as I was going to say that it doesn't have to be your spiritual beliefs. It doesn't have to be what you believe in. It can be how you dress. It can be how you act. It makes it all makes an impact. Like I have a story. I used to shave my head, and I had short hair, so I would use I, w- I would put it up in a mohawk, and it's awesome. I <laughs> it was it was my style. It was the thing back then, back then. But I'm ten. <laughs> <laughs> we went to this restaurant. And it was like this um, dog-friendly, open kind of patio restaurant. And I was, and it had like a little area for kids to play. And I was chilling there. And a boy came up and asked me, and it was probably about six at the time. He came up and asked me, hey, are you a boy or a girl? (laughs) I'm a girl. Oh, okay. And then he walked away. (laughs) I think he was going to ask me if he was going to play with me. Like, if oh, I wanted to play with him. Yeah. And I share this story all the time. And that boy is not on my list of people mm-hmm. to go back and get karma on. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but That's awesome. <laughs> he's forever known as the boy at Oso who came up and asked me what my gender was. Like, it mattered. Yeah. Like, it mattered. Because, yeah. like, I've always been, I would call myself, like, a rebel. Because... I'm not one to hang out with the kids who are like, let's do boys against girls in this team. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Or the kids who have maybe not accepted me because I'm a girl, you know? And I have some really awesome friends because I think that all my friends are kind of like me in the sense Mm -hmm. of they support me and we all support each other. You know, like I have a friend listened to my podcast and came back and talked to me about it and I think it's really cool because if you surround yourself with the people who maybe are still discovering themselves because I think we're all still discovering ourselves I would say that it's really awesome because you can make great connections you know it's so true and I think you bring out the greatness in each other when you do that, especially because you just love each other for who you are. And when you love someone for who they are, and you witness that beautiful, unique blossom of a soul that they are, it just comes into full blossom. It's like Mm -hmm. all of it comes out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it is. And I have, we have kind of like our friend group in Arizona. And there's only three kids, three other kids. Two of them are teenagers, and then I have another kid who's my age. And I call them all kind of like my siblings because we've been friends for nine years. Wow, so we've known that's each most other. Of your life. <laughs> it's most of my life. So we've known each other for a long time. Like un- back to when I can remember, they've been in my life. So I think it's really cool because then I kind of consider them my family. We're not related, but they're my family. And my one friend I was telling you about who listened to my podcast, his name is Taylor. 
He's 16, and he's been my friend for so, so long. And he's like my big brother. He's super sweet, and he's super caring. And also, I think it's important to make good connections with your family because I find that if you are not really sure in yourself, finding the people who are closest to you and connecting with them can really help you. And having someone that you look up to, I think is also important, like having your role models. And like something you could do is just sit down and think about all the amazing people in your life who you look up to. Mm-hmm. And think about how they're in your life and how they've made an impact, or even the smallest little detail about that person. Maybe they've done something nice for you, or whatever it is. Just think about it. And then if you can see that in someone else, you can see that in yourself. So true. That's really powerful. And I think, too, you can also even ask yourself you know, a lot of people say, What would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. But you can also say, what would this person do if there's someone that's really good in a certain area in their life that they have a skill set you haven't developed yet? You can even just, you have access to the same consciousness that they do. Mm-hmm. So you can touch into that too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and blood blood's important, but it's not all that makes us connected as family. Oh, so yeah. I totally agree. It's, yeah. it goes way further than that. So yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. And I would consider quite a few people my family even though we're not related. And I think it's cool because I love my siblings with all of my heart. They are so amazing. And they help me in these areas. But then I've met other people who are my really good friends who I would consider a family. And they really help me in these areas. Mm. And I think it's cool because no one is, I don't love anyone more than the next person. I love everyone equally. And also, it shows that, I keep on going back to this, but if you can find the good in others, you can find the good in yourself. And it doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what experiences you had. You can still love yourself, you know? And I would say that it's the harder challenges in life that I'm 10, but I've had some challenges. <laughs> I face challenges. <laughs> I face challenges. i've had people ask me if i'm 14 it's crazy i can get away with a lot i get it (laughs) (laughs) but i'm 10 i've been through experiences in business i've been let down with by friends i've had challenges in business where maybe we became friends before we we really talked about the experience we were going to have in business and we went up and then we fell down. Mm. And that that was a learning experience. Or I've had experiences of betrayal, of maybe I didn't put the right boundaries in place for myself. And it led to maybe me getting hurt. But then I was able to learn from it. And I was able to go, you know what? I'm a freaking badarse. And I'm <laughs> awesome. Yes, and I'm strong. And I would just keep on saying that to myself. Because no matter the challenges, and even if they're huge at the moment, you can look back on them and go, hmm, they're not that big, you know? Or even better is, like, look at it. It was a huge challenge, but I got through it, gosh darn it. And I did that, you know? So I think it's really cool because 
And I think that ties into spiritual podcasting. 100%. Is being able, because mm-hmm. especially as a podcaster, you're going to face your ups and downs. Maybe the guest doesn't talk a whole lot. Or maybe you had a bad day and you don't really want to get on the podcast. <laughs> Either way, you're committed to it. And that's the big part is the commitment of it. And I think that it kind of shows that even if I'm tired, even if maybe the podcast is early for me, or if maybe I've had a long day or I didn't go to bed early enough, no matter what the story is, I'm committed to this and I care about it. And I care about my listeners. I care about like the people who I have on my podcast and some of my parents tell me is, are you going to reg- regret it if you don't do it now? And it can be something as simple as going to a trampoline park mm. and like not wanting to do something on it. My parents tell me, if you're not doing it now, are you going to regret it later? So just do it. Just have fun. <laughs> yeah. And you'll discover so much about yourself in the process. And that's the gift in everything mm-hmm. we do is getting to remember the essence of who we are, which I think spiritual mm-hmm. podcasting, it, it's such a gift. Like, what have you learned as a spiritual podcaster? I mean, you really do <sighs> consciousness up-leveling all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I've learned so much, though. Yeah. And I think that's a great question because yeah. you learn things from every guest. I talk about, like, I've had, like, Michael Neely on my podcast. I talk about him, and I interviewed him a year ago. And I still talk about him. I still talk about his interviews. So I think that the biggest part is also interviewing people who you care about and like interviewing your friends and interviewing your family, which I think is a great way to start. I did an interview. I interviewed my mom for my first podcast, I think. But then my other ones weren't people I really knew, you know? And my, one of my first interviews was J.P. Sears. I did it in (laughs) I did a card reading for him and during the interview I got really excited I was like mom can I do a card reading for JP Sears during the interview (laughs) and that's one of my learning experiences or like sometimes excuse me sometimes maybe I forget to say something before the break or when I was way little we would do a sign off of we would say things so if you remember, kids, we all have superpowers and then we guess we join in, but we can change the world. But then I didn't tell them that beforehand. So I had to explain it to them on the interview. Gotcha. And I go, oh, wait, I forgot <laughs> to tell you. And then I'd have to give them the step-by-step and then we'd have to practice it. Well, and then everyone we... gets to learn as you learn, right? <laughs> exactly. And I think that it's really cool because I've made great connections with people by interviewing them and also something i would say is find almost your boundaries in being a podcaster because sometimes maybe you go to interview this person but then you start talking with them and like maybe you become friends or something maybe they're not the nicest person Mm -hmm. ever and then you're like maybe i shouldn't and i've I've had those experiences where I became friends with someone. They weren't a good friend. Mm-hmm. They, they used me. They just weren't nice. And I was going to have them on. But I decided this isn't 
me. I'm not going to fake liking this person just so I can get an interview out of it. That's not who I am. And it was hard for me because it was like, well, people could probably learn a lot from this person. But you know what? Like, my heart matters more to me, you know? And I think that's cool because if you're able to kind of experiment in a lot of places with people and with challenging interviews because um, something I said is life isn't all, what is it, um, s'mores frappuccinos and rainbows. Because, yeah. <laughs> and that's one of my... <laughs> That's one of my biggest quotes, <laughs> one of my oldest quotes is, and I think that's true, like, <laughs> life isn't all that, and nor is podcasting. You're going to mess up, you're going to have challenging people on, but you know what? It's fun, and it's okay. the commitment process that I think is really important. Yeah. We've been laughing a lot, so I've been crying. I know, me too. I'm like, I hope that my mascara, you don't have any on, but this stuff smears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could end up down your cheek if you're not careful. I know. <laughs> yeah. We've been crying a lot and I'm congested. So oh. crying is, it's real. It's, it's releasing. It's, it's releasing. releasing. Yeah, it's rebirthing. It's, re it's rebirthing. It's moving through. You know, it's energy it's, it's motion. It's a new life. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. that's, I think, I think that's something that happens too when we're speaking our truth and we're, really kind of getting the core of stuff. Sometimes our feelings come out through our eyes and tears. Sometimes mm -hmm. it comes out through our nose and <laughs> snot or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I guess that's a word for it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it comes out. Sometimes it comes out how it's going to come. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, like the gift of it is being able to really experience mm -hmm. life in at that core level at that that essence of who we are with the real emotions because mm -hmm. i think that's where the richness of life is and when we try when we don't allow ourselves to fully be engaged in yeah. what we're doing everything we lose the emotion we numb out and you miss your life that way so i love mm -hmm. that you go to the trampoline park when you feel called <laughs> and i love that you ask yourself yeah. that question of you know Will I regret it? Or whatever the question was yeah. you said. Will yeah. you regret it later if you don't do it now? Yeah. That's a good yeah. question. And I think it speaks to the fact of just do it to have fun. And there, it can be something as small as a physical activity or as scary as speaking on stage. And, like, my parents surprised me to take me indoor skydiving one time. Mm -hmm. And... I've been wanting to do it, but then I didn't know that we were doing it. So it scared me. And I was so scared to go into skyhead diving because you look at the area and it's just this net and, and it goes like 15 feet up and there's a giant fan. And then there's two like huge fans at the bottom and it's just, you look down and it's really scary. Mm. But then I decided I should just do it and I should just have fun. And because who knows, you may never get the opportunity to do it again. And that may not be the most realistic way to look at it, but I look at it that way. Like, what if this is my only chance to do this? And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to have fun. And, I'm, and the part for me is, like, don't let your fear stop you. Because sometimes you look back and go, I could have had a lot of fun right there. And I could have maybe learned something from it, but I didn't. And I decided to get, let my fear stop me. 
And I think also is not regretting it as well. Because even if it, maybe you do it. So maybe I did the indoor skydiving and I didn't like it. Maybe it turns into a big learning experience. Like, okay, I tried it and I didn't like it. So I don't have to do it again, you know, but then you tried it and you can't judge it, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because I used to be a licensed skydiver. I used to, I've done 50 jumps out of airplanes. (laughs) So you can use your, if you have a fear, you can also use those opportunities to overcome it. I did it because I had a fear of heights. So like you can either have your fear stop you from going and doing something, right? Or you can allow the experience to help you to overcome the fear that would keep you from doing it and it'll change you. So were you afraid after? Did you have fun and it shifted it for you? It was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. (laughs) And it was terrifying though. Cause even though I wasn't looking down to like the world, it was this little tiny capsule you were in. And then you look down and it's like a 50 foot drop at the net breaks. And I was so scared. But then I saw that there was this kid doing it. Like this kid my age, my size, going around and she's like a professional and she's doing tricks. And then I was like, okay, if she's doing it, then I have to. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing I do is like, or there was this Baba Yaga house at Burning Man. Mm -hmm. And it had like this audio track playing and it looks pretty creepy on the inside. And I was like, I don't want to go upstairs because it had like, three levels and also it was burning man so i didn't know if i could really trust going in it but then my parents were like neva there's toddlers in this (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes you just have to kind of look around you and i go okay this two-year-old can be in here without freaking out so can i and sometimes that's the most encouragement you can get and sometimes that's like the funnest experiences because you can just look around and go oh this kid can do it why can't I and looking around because also it's kind of funny because then I just kind of think to myself well I'm not really embarrassed if I don't go but then thinking about it it's like this silly audio track playing and (laughs) nothing's gonna really hurt me and that this tiny little kid can do it, so can I. Yeah. And I think that's kind of cool. I was thinking about, well, if this person can, so can I. I bet and you a lot of people said, think, if Neva can do this, so can I. I bet there are a lot I of people, people that, that think that. Yeah. I tell people that because I'm young and I'm in business. And it, business can be scary for some people. And what I say is, if I can do it, and I did it at a young age, so can you. Yep. And just kind of just looking around at all of your opportunities I think is really important and you're able to see all your learning experiences in it, which I think is cool. So, yeah. So, yeah. And I've had a lot of fun talking about this. We've had a lot of laughter. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of laughter. (laughs) We've learned a lot. Um, We do need to wrap up, but do you have any maybe last advice or any closing words you want to say on what we've talked about? Yeah. So I would just say, if you're looking to do spiritual podcasting, if you're looking, if you have a message or something that's pushing on your heart and your soul and you're scared to share it, or you're like, well, 
I don't know if I were to tell someone that what they think of me, or if there's anything around you feeling inhibited in any way, there's a reason you feel that push inside of you. And that's that voice of your soul wanting to come out and express. And a podcast Mm -hmm. is an amazing place for that. And if Neva and I can do it, so can you. That's true. (laughs) That is really good advice. And also, like you said, no matter what you think other people may say, no matter what other people have said, just do it to have fun. And podcasting may not be your thing, but even if it's because doing a podcast is you're pretty committed to it, but maybe start as small as Instagram lives or Facebook lives and getting on with people and just talking to them. And that can make such an impact because maybe you try it out and then you keep on doing it and that's your business. You interview people on Facebook, you know? So I think that it's really cool because everyone, there's opportunities everywhere. So take advantage. And if there's people that you know, talk to them. And if they've done what you maybe you're scared to do, talk to them. And also, um, someone said, if you're a starving artist, don't go to another starving artist for help. Because they're (laughs) in the same exact place as you are. They're learning the same exact things as you are. And you may make friends with them, but you're not going to learn much. You can learn other things, but if they haven't done it before, they can talk about their experiences, but they can't really talk about what it's like. So go to someone who's done it and go to someone you know has liked it and it will, it can help you. Like, like I said earlier, look up at people, like find people who make an impact on your life, and then those are your role models. So I think it's cool to find those in podcasting and in business. Beautifully so, said. Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank so you. Much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a lot of fun. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been talking with Debbie Adea about spiritual podcasting for kids, and oh my, Debbie, you're so so awesome. And can you also remind our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah, you can go to deviadea.com. That's my name.com or the spiritualentrepreneur.com if you want to listen to some of those episodes. So awesome. Thanks so much again for having me. Thank you so much. I just appreciate you. And you are extraordinary. What a gift to the world. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. It was so fun having you on. And it is definitely, I've learned some things. And also, we've had a lot of laughter and a lot of fun. (laughs) So thank you again for coming on. We've been talking with Debbie Adea about spiritual podcasting for kids. And remember, we all have superpowers, and we can change the world through making an impact. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. (laughs) 